Welcome to another Ford Performance Edition of the Mustang Owners Podcast. I'm your host, John Clore. You know, from my years with Auto Week Magazine, the Ford Special Vehicle Team, Ford Racing, and now Ford Performance, I've always known that everyone has a Mustang story. So to that end, I hope you are reading my efforts to tell your story in the enthusiast section of FordPerformance.com, as well as keeping up with the latest happenings in the Mustang hobby by checking out FordPerformanceClubConnect.com every week. You know, my co-host is a Mustang hobby and industry expert who's perhaps best known as the longtime president of the Mustang Owners Club of Southeastern Michigan, or Moxum, one of the largest and most active Mustang clubs on the continent, plus who also heads up Boxum for you Bronco owners out there, as well as being the new leader behind the International Council of Mustang Clubs. Of course, I could only be talking about my good friend, Mike Ray. Mike, tonight you've really done it. We're talking to a guy in the world of Ford Performance Mustangs, a hard-driving, fun-loving character in our hobby. This is a one-of-a-kind guy. Absolutely. And uh, I've had the pleasure of knowing uh, our guest tonight for many, many years now and got to work with them on a professional circuit and then always just as friends and uh Friends and family, if you will, because we are family when we do our uh, road traveling. And um, you ever need a good laugh or if you're ever down and you see him, he's going to put a smile on your face in a half a second. So um, that that's great, great. And I'm super happy to have um, him as a guest tonight. So, ladies and gentlemen, we won't keep you wondering any longer. We've got Jason Childers, the owner-principal of Gateway Classic Mustang of Bourbon, Missouri. Jason, thanks so much for taking some time out and getting Lonnie off the line so we can just talk to you. Hey, not a problem with all that introduction. I actually thought you guys thought you were talking to Lonnie. <laughs> well, you got you two. We, we do take you really as a, a couple of characters. I mean, you guys are two. You you go as a pair, Mike. They they really can't be separated when you talk about Gateway Classic Mustang. No, not at all. And uh, you know, and, and they are characters. I like the Abbott and Costello act. That's them live and in person. Oh, yeah. So that's why, Jason, we had to talk to you about this because, you know, we, we've been we've had several podcasts and talked about some of the things that people do at our events and, and some of the bigger events across the country. You know, drag racing is coming back. We talked to Steve Wolcott of the NMRA and and a, a, a thing that you guys just specialize in. One of the reasons why you're such a partner with Ford Performance is not only you sell the parts and you, you, you interact with their customers so well, but. The autocrosses that you two crazy drivers put on are second to none. And I don't say that very lightly as I know a lot of autocrossers, but, and I don't talk about nuns that often ever since I graduated grade school. <laughs> yeah. Um, you do a killer it, job. It, it so, something... Yeah. What's the secret, Jason? What's going on with you guys? Well, the secret for us is to get people that have never done it before to come out and try it. So we let people go for rides with us. But what we did is we really started doing driving schools, which, mm -hmm. you know, 15 years ago when we started doing um, the Mustang stuff, our background was actually racing monster trucks. And, and uh, so years and we did it for like 15 years. My brother was one of the Bigfoot drivers. I drove a bunch of different trucks, including Gravedigger, Batman, Barefoot. Um, I kind of put myself in position where I was trying to, up to the next better truck or, or get a better team. 
so I moved around quite a bit. Lonnie stuck a big foot. He liked it there. Um, so we kind of took a lot of what we learned from when we were racing monster trucks. And when we tried to bring it over to racing Mustangs and doing autocross and stuff, and I had people tell me, yeah, dude, you cannot do that while you're doing autocross. You, you, you're on off the throttle. You got to be way smoother. You're, and I'm like, Hey dude, when, when we race monster trucks, you just literally mad at it and hope for the best. So I'm trying to figure this out. So what we learned is there's a lot of bad habits that drivers in general start doing just daily driving, you know, one hand on the steering wheel, one on the shifter, feet laid back, cruising. Now I know Mike Ray has to do it because he's like seven foot five, <laughs> so he has to lay the seat down. Otherwise his head hits the ceiling, but that is not a good position to drive a car on an autocross or a road course. Mm-hmm. So what we figured out is a, Let's have fun doing it. Ford wants to see the cars driven right. and autocross, doing road stuff, you know, cruising. They want to see it driven. They don't care to, hey, yeah, I got a, I got a 1969 Shelby, you know, convertible KR, whatever. You know, I got this Mac and it's got five miles on it. <laughs> what a waste of a car. <laughs> Total waste. I mean, it just looks pretty awesome, but you know, if you ain't driving it, why would you have it? It that is like having a supermodel wife and never taking her out for dinner. <laughs> you thought I was going to say play cell. Mike, for I a minute knew. there, we were, <laughs> I thought we'd have, we'd have to call Gerard and hit the mute button on on on, on call right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> Jason, so listen, th- this is the whole point. Uh, you know, a lot of people. They come to an event, they say Gateway Classic Mustangs out there, and they, they see the Ford Performance sign. you got these great cars, some of these some cool builds, a lot of these cool front suspensions and modular units. And you go over there, and you two guys, you two guys are holding court. You're so much fun to hang out with. Uh, Mike, have you ever tried to spend more than, try to say, just say hi to Lonnie and Jason, and you're there 25 minutes? <laughs> Oh, absolutely. We we always just get into the talks and then like look away and yeah, an hour's gone. Yeah, what happened? Yeah. Yeah. So so here's what I want to tell everyone. So there these guys had really made a name for themselves and you know that those those monster trucks are really they're just there's just something about them, especially in today's world of everybody drives a truck. Uh but to make that transition uh into this world of you know, Gateway Classic Mustangs doing this. The the shop has can make your cars handle whether it's a '69 or a, a 2009. Doesn't really matter. And you, Jason, and, and your brother Lonnie have really, I mean, you've really changed the dynamic of people's perception of performance when they think, well, you know, it's all straight line or it's a road course. The autocross is an absolute blast, and it's kind of like what you guys did when you were in like an infield and drove monster trucks in this tiny little confined area and you had to turn and jump and uh, stop on a nickel and stand on your head. Right. Right. And what we learned is it, it, I, I, me and my brother both talk about all the time. I'd love to be able to go back in time now that we know what we know and driving a car and having the car control that we have and all the stuff that we've learned in doing the autocross and road course stuff take that back to now back to monster trucks because when we did monster trucks we didn't know how to set a vehicle for going into a corner uh there's a lot of stuff that we didn't know so what we've done now with the autocrosses is, is we've made it fun 
and we made it educational. Mm -hmm. So almost every course that we do, there is a driving school element at that um, show or an event that we're at. We try to do a driving school ed educational school and our, hey, we have six guys here. And if you need someone to go for a ride with you to show you the course, to make you understand what you're supposed to be doing, we'll jump in the car with you or you can get in our car or mm -hmm. you can come up and say, hey, will you drive my car and show me what it's capable of? And we do that. And we show you, this is what you're supposed to be doing. This is why you do it. This is how you do it. Da, 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 you know, all down the line. And this last event we did um, in at Shelby Fest, we right. were actually on Ozarks International Raceway, which is the brand new, almost four mile, 19 corner track down at the Lake of the Ozarks in Missouri. That course, everyone's worried about, oh my God, it's so... It's, these bad things can happen there. And what we always tell everyone is, listen, race cars, race tracks don't wreck cars. Drivers wreck cars. <laughs> so as long as you drive within your means, yeah. you're not going to hurt your car. Yep. We had, out of the cars that we had there, we had 20 people that had never been on a road course before. Oh, beautiful. They came out. We did a half a day of schooling. Beautiful. Teaching them about their cars. and then put them on track, lead, follow, then able to say, okay, you guys go do this on your own. We're going to stand back and watch. But we spent a day and a half with them, teaching them the track, teaching them, hey, this is where your car needs to be. Um, the track owner's son actually came out, James, and we went corner by corner driving the course and stopping and talking about each corner. The reason we do all of that is so that when when we say, hey, go drive now, they they pretty confident they know where they should be at. Also. When they get out of the car, they got a smile on their face. And I don't care if you were doing 50 miles an hour or 150 miles an hour. All I care about is when you get out, out of the car, there's a smile on your face. Same with yeah. the autocross. Yep. Did we you had, have a good we time? We had a guy. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's what I hate to say it, but if you've been around Mustang guys, most of us are always just having fun. You get around a Corvette guy, and my God, they, they, they ain't none of them having fun. Well, they 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 don't enjoy they don't go out and enjoy their car like Ford owners enjoy yeah. their Mustang. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Well, some of them, just Jason, let's be honest. Some of them, with with a gold chain around their neck, has this green tint to it. You know, they're they're phony. <laughs> well, it, I found out it was really hard to drive. I found out. I talked to the Corvette owner. He told me it's extremely hard 
to drive the cars fast with New Balance and Shorty Shorts on. <laughs> you're killing me. Oh, you're killing me now. And that's just well, what they told me. Uh, this is the problem. <laughs> Mike, Mike, I have to tell you. So he's at Shelby Fest, right? So I get a phone call from the track, and it's uh, these two characters uh, call and say, hey, John, your associate here, Austin Atwood, who was down at Shelby Fest uh, representing the Ford Special Vehicle Registry and just so happened to be driving the Club Connect uh, Transit. And and they were saying, you know, we're trying to talk your associate here, your young Austin, into taking your transit out on the autocross course. And he, I'm not kidding, Mike. <laughs> I, get that, it it, I know you're not. <laughs> no, he's not kidding. He wasn't kidding. And, and then they're calling him, you must have trained him, right? Because he said he doesn't want to lose his job. Can you imagine, Mike, if... <laughs> He's, I mean, I had some Can guys. Can you imagine, Mike, the P- Mike, could you imagine the PR we could have got with the video and the pictures of that? When that rolls over, over fast, please. 5,000 posters. Those transits don't roll over. John, I got two words. What? EcoBoost, baby. <laughs> Lottie yeah. Childress. That's the two words. So, so, I, I, so I'm going to come clean. I'm going to come clean to you guys because you might think, you know, I was just, I'm a Mustang guy. I've been one my whole life, but... I have a monster truck background, too, and I know you won't believe this, but uh, back when I was at Auto Week, I'm sitting in an editorial meeting, and they're trying to come up with ideas for cover stories. You know, Auto Week at the time wasn't Auto Every Other Week. It was Auto Week, and we had a magazine every, you know, seven days. So uh, we're we're brainstorming, and they said, you know, what do you want to do? I want to go here. What do you want to do? I said, you know what I want to do after coming to work today on I-94? I want to drive a monster truck. And they go, what? I said, yeah, I got so tired of sitting in traffic. I thought if I had a monster truck, I'd just put it low and crush every one of these two lanes all the way into Auto Week at Crane in downtown Detroit. And they go, oh, yeah, good luck with that. So I thought, well, how can I drive? <laughs> so what I did, I, and you, you laugh at this, so Lonnie, at the time, I uh, started calling around. I looked at the standings, and there was this young lady who was driving the Skull Bandit. Uh, her husband did yeah. the California Truck Company. And I, I said, she was the leader in the standings at the time for the Skull Bandit. And I thought, well, there's a story. The, 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 the first place uh, in, the, in the truck world, in the monster truck world, was a, a young lady. And I said, I should go see if she'd let me drive her monster truck. So like an idiot, I chased the story, called her up. You know what she said? Sure. So I fly out to California. They were at the um, old, uh, was it the uh, Coliseum? Uh, in um, was it in Englewood? Where did they, where did they, um, uh, where the old L.A. Kings used to play? Uh, I forgot what, what that arena was. It was the where the L.A. Kings were when Green Gretzky played there, and they were doing a monster truck meet. And I remember we came, the meet was over. I showed up. I had my photographer from Auto Week, and I it took me forty five minutes to climb up those tires. She she got in, showed me how to start the damn thing. I couldn't see a thing, and I was. Filming the same night, uh, USA Up All Night uh, was filming, and the the, the movie was um, uh, they were showing you the, an all night movie of some of some Rotten Tomatoes or something, and they had me run over cases of tomatoes. I, Lonnie, I couldn't see a thing, couldn't hear a thing. I drove essentially the same distance between the blue lines uh, of of this this old Coliseum. That's how far I drove it, and did a whole cover story. And when I got off, I think, how do people drive this? And to know both you and your brother did that, Mike, this explains their mental state. Absolutely. Or at least where it all stemmed from. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So when, I mean, you know, in a lot of, 
I'll, I'll tell you, I got to be honest. A lot of this started with we just met a guy that had a Ford truck at a monster truck show, and he 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 won the night, but he broke something. Oh. Uh, structure a piece of the truck broke. Mm-hmm. We were down there talking to him. He won the whole thing. His name's Rob Fuchs with First Blood. Mm-hmm. So we're talking to him and having a good time. And he's like, "Hey, you guys from around here?" We're like, "Yeah, we live, you know, half an hour, forty-five minutes away." And he goes, "Hey, I get your free tickets if you guys can grab some metal and bring it up and help me fix my truck tomorrow." And we're like, "Okay." <laughs> that led into my br- he, he, Rob was getting ready to have a kid. They had a, a summer series in Upper New York that they were doing, and he's like, "Hey." I need someone to drive my monster truck at the shows because my wife's going to have a baby any day now or, you know, a couple of weeks or whatever. So I'll take you out. We'll do a couple of shows. I'll show you how to do everything. And then we'll, uh, you know, I'll set you free with the truck. So it all stemmed from relationship with someone that we met and we just went down and started talking to. And I can tell you that is the best thing about Ford, Ford's vehicles, the Mustang community. I don't think there's anyone that's unapproachable at a Mustang or a Ford vehicle show that you can't go talk to. And that's the one thing that, that we really got out of it is when we're at these shows, I don't want to be unapproachable. I want people to be able to come up to us, talk to us, ask questions. You know, we have done a lot of things in in the Mustang world that I don't even know if, if a lot of people know we were the first ones to put a coyote motor in a vintage Mustang. Mm-hmm. We now sell that kit that you can install uh, a coyote engine into one of the Mustangs without deleting the shock towers, the most structural part of a Mustang right. in the engine bay. Um, all those people that are putting Mustang twos in the front, whacking the shock towers out. It's not a safe thing to do, <laughs> but, um, we've come up with ways not to do that and make the car safe. And then we proved it because my yellow 68 Mustang that we have, the track car, mm-hmm. um, that car has been on track for almost 12 years now. And for the most part, everything on that car other than motor and transmission is the same one that was in it when we built it. And the only reason why it's not the same one is, we went in and put a Boss 302 out of a late model Mustang mm-hmm. in it. <laughs> and just because I was doing way more road course stuff and autocross and the stroker motor we had wasn't working out well for that. We're great on road course, not great on autocross. So we did a bunch of things that allowed us to try to make the car more drivable. So lots have been changed just because we upgraded to newer stuff and what we designed. So I put them on and test them before we sell them. Same with rear shocks. We, we partner with a company called JRI for our struts and our shocks that they make. We send them components, they build it wow. uh, to our spec. And then we, we sell it. And JRI was, they are like the number one shock company for SCCA uh, and the Trans Am series. So when we partner with people, we try to partner with people that, was doing what we wanted to be able to go do and make our suspension better by doing that. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, again, that's just what you talk about, relationships that you've made in the hobby. And ladies and gentlemen, we're talking tonight with Jason Childress of uh, Gateway Classic Mustang. And you can check out some of the stuff that they do offer at gatewaymustang.com and as well as Gateway Mustangs on Facebook. But uh, Jason, Mike, I, I was asking you a little bit earlier about, you know, with the autocross phenomenon. And, uh, and you know, I, we tease a lot about seeing Jason and Lonnie at their tent and at all these Ford events. But when you go up to these guys, you start talking about the, you know immediately they know what they're talking about when they're talking about suspension, but they do it in such a way they're very disarming. I don't know, Mike. Would you, I mean, you if you didn't know Jason or Lonnie uh, and you just met them at an event, I don't know if I would let them drive my car. They just, they're just, <laughs> I mean, okay, so you told, now, and you, now the, everybody out there listening thinks that Mike Ray is seven foot tall. He looks like Jeffrey the giraffe uh, from Toys R Us. <laughs> Because that's why he has a, a sunroof on his Bronco. And that's, and that's why, Jason, that's why when I meet Mike after he drives his Bronco, he's got bugs in his teeth like he's driving a Harley. So, I, so, so Mike, I you have to, I understand. Mike, you have to admit the people we send over to the Gateway Tent, they are, they're always coming back laughing. What's, and what's going on? Yeah, very, very infectious over there. Um, like I said, it's the first time I met Jason and Lonnie. And Jason, I don't even know if you remember this, but it was 2010 at SEMA with the uh, Sammy Hagar car. Uh, do you yeah. remember that? Yeah, that was the first time I ever. We've just been growing friends since. And yeah, just hanging out with them at all the events. And Jason nailed it. In this Mustang community and hobby, it's the people and the relationships that you build um and it just it lasts forever and it's like a family reunion every time we get to see each other and no one ever seems to be like i'm better than you like jason said everybody's approachable everybody wants to work together for the greater good of mustang love and the and the owners right and we all try to support each other and it's all one big circle and that's the way reason i do everything i do john and why i stuck around so long was just because of that exact reason well, and then for these, I thought guys, it was because you had no place else to go. Well, that's kind of true too, but no one else is supposed to know I, that. Okay. <laughs> did, did I, I got a story to tell. Okay, I, I got a little story here to tell. Okay, I just gonna tell you. Me, go ahead. Tracy, Tracy locked him out. That's all that happened. Well, go ahead. Let's go ahead. You can tell us, tell us the story because so you know it's going to be a zinger. when when I met um, Mike and we we started hanging out. He said, "Man, you got to come to my car show. You got to come to my car show." And I'm up in Moxham. I'm like, well, we're there for Woodward. Mm -hmm. So we're staying there another day and doing your show. That sounds like great fun. And it's at Ford World Headquarters. Okay, that sounds really cool. So we went to that show. And I had a gentleman come up to us that um, won one of our gift certificates that we gave Mike to give away. And his name, his name was Dale Cunningham. Great guy. Awesome guy. Had a little 60 five or six white fastback that was like his dad's car. It was pretty pristine, but he wanted, he won our $500 gift certificate. So he was talking to us about suspension okay. and he talked to Mike first. And Mike's like, dude, they're great guys. Go talk to them. So we talk a while and he's like, okay, yeah, I want to be able to, you know, 
maybe do a track day. I know Mike does something out of Gingerman mm-hmm. once a year. I might go out there and do that, but mainly I'm going to cruise it and go to car shows. It's like, awesome. That sounds great, dude. So he brings the car down to me. We put our, what I call more of a street cruiser car show type package. It's, it's 11 inch brakes that fit behind a 15 inch wheel. It's non-adjustable struts. You can adjust right of height, but you can't adjust the valving in the strut. And I'm like, there you go, dude. That's, that's what we got, you know? And, uh, so he's like, cool. So he did all this. He had an automatic transmission. He shows up for the, the gingerman event uh-huh. and he goes out on track and he blows the transmission up oh, and he's like, dude, that was the most fun I ever had. <laughs> I'm like, awesome. He says in the winter time, I ride snowmobiles and I'm like, what? That's cool. Our snow machines, sorry, snow machines. And he's like, yeah, I, I got one. It, it does like 125,000 miles an hour. It's turbocharged. It's this, it's that. And I'm like, well, that sounds like a lot of fun. Freezing cold and going 100 miles an hour. I bet you crashing really hurts. So long story short, we see him. We keep, He keeps getting the transmission worked on. We're like, Dale, the only way you're going to get the transmission to hold up is to put a five-speed in it or a six-speed. Yep. He takes our advice. He winds up putting the five speed in it after changing the transmission like three times. And, uh, you know, the whole time he's like, God, this road course stuff is such a blast. I'm having so much fun. I'm like, cool. So fast forward to last year. Last year has now been like five, six years since we met him and he put the stuff on the car and he calls me up. He goes, dude, I was doing 120 miles an hour at this track event i'm like dale how many track events are you doing this year i'm doing 20 what i said i thought that car was just going to be a once or twice a year you might go on shut up i had to bug (laughs) (laughs) so he's doing 18 to 20 of track events with this uh this deal called auto artist artisan and they go do track time and and he was out there with this car and he said i flat drove so fast I tried to hit the brakes going into a corner, and I was out of brakes. The brakes boiled. I need new brakes. And I'm like, Dale, if, as long as you're running a 15 or a 16-inch tire, I really can't help you put brakes on it that you need. Yeah. You need an 18-inch tire so we can put some six-piston, 13-inch rotors on it, and you be able to actually have brakes. And he's like, I'm going to do it. Sounds great. So I sent him all the stuff. He put all the brakes on it. And uh, last year at Gingerman, he had a brand-new Mach 1, and he had the the, the 66. Oh. And he's telling me, he's telling me the whole time he's out there, he's like, man, the Mach 1 is easy to drive. It's fast. It's, it's almost as fast as my 65. I'm still getting used to it. But that car's the 66 is so fun to drive. And everyone looks at me like crazy when I go by him. And I'm like, yeah, I know that feeling. When I pass the GT500 in my 68, they do yeah. get upset with me. <laughs> <laughs> so, long story short, this guy went from doing one weekend a year on track in a two-year time period. He went from one weekend every now and then I might do it to the third year he was doing 18 to 20 events in his car on track. And and he said, I don't even go to car shows anymore. They're boring. Wow. 
Well, Mike, didn't you, say, Mike, didn't you say that 30 events now a year? Yeah, well, Mike, didn't you tell me that that's one of the reasons why Moxum does this Gingerman event, that they, you're trying to get someone who's never, just like this guy Lon, that that, um, that Jason's talking about. You've never been to this kind of a, an event, never been on the, the track, and yet they get it once, and you want to get them to experience that. And I think one of our board members got involved last year, wasn't it, Mike? Yeah, this is the, the cool thing about this is every year our group grows and grows because of the newbies that go for the first time, come back and rave about it, and then more people want to do it. Yeah, Craig Zygman, our, uh, my old right-hand man, um, and still is behind the scenes, if you will, for the Mo Moxham Club, went out I think three years ago was his first time, and he said he'll never miss that event again because of how much fun he has on that. And so what we created, too, with, uh, with Paul from uh, Mohawk Track Experience, is creating a Monday um, beginner day. And um, so that's the really cool stuff. If you've never been out there before, you can come out and not be intimidated by the the experts on the track and actually be able to learn and see what your car is capable of. Well, Jason, you have to admit, a lot of people, they'll go out, they'll watch. They're along the fence there, they're watching, and you guys get into the cars, you're, you know, you're trying to teach them that experience, and they, they just get too nervous. How do you settle them down and say, you know, come on out and try it? I mean, is it just they're you're just trying to build their confidence or, or is it a matter of just go slow at first and learn and then go as fast as your abilities will take you? It's a hundred percent just trying to explain to them, listen, when you're on a road course and you're driving, yes, it's a track, but it's the same as being on the, the highway or curvy roads. Like right now we're in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, and they have a road down here called the Dragon Tail. It's 11 miles and 318 turns in that 11 miles. So people go run that all day long and they don't think nothing about it and they'll go as fast as they possibly can. But when you mention to that person about, Hey, you should come out and run our road course. Oh no, man, that's too, that's too scary. That's too dangerous. And you're like, Whoa, Whoa, Whoa. We don't allow passing in the beginners group. Mm -hmm. um, and when in the, in the other classes that are allowed to be pointing, there's only certain spots they can pass. And it's when you point them to go by right. so that you, they know, and you know, Hey, this guy's getting ready to pass me. So in saying that, we, we try to get them to understand is even when you're on a road course, there's spots that you can reach 120, 150 miles an hour, depending on what kind of car you have. Sure. But you don't have to go that fast. No. You can do 70. You could do 80. And, and you're not going to hurt anyone's feelings where they're all the beginners are all out there. Begin, they're all fresh. They don't know what they're doing. So they all respect each other. And, you know, we're all in our cars that we love. So everyone's treating them you know, somewhat with kid gloves. They don't want to wad up a car. No one wants to wad up a car. So we just tell them, go out and drive like you're driving on the highway, but start learning the lines of the track. And when I say lines of the track, I'm talking about we'll start teaching them what an apex of a corner is and why that apex is a beginning. Is it an early apex? Is it a middle apex? Or is it a late apex? All that matters with how you enter and how you exit the corners. So when I start teaching that, I can tell someone, hey, remember when you went on that one on-ramp and you got on it and then halfway through it, you're like, oh, crap, this is getting tighter. And I don't know if I'm and you're like lifting and getting on the brakes and turning the wheel. That's a late apex corner. And you just scared the crap out of yourself because you thought you knew what you were doing. When after we start teaching you how to do this, you'll be able to take that apex and you'll never have to worry about it. You know that. Hey, I got to go slow into this and then pick up speed as I'm exiting. Every, we teach everyone this, slow well, in, fast out. That's it, ladies so and gentlemen. It's all just teaching them. 
Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, if you have uh, go to an event and you see the Gateway Classic Mustang trailer over there and you see these people on the autocross course and you just walk by, you're making a mistake. We're, we're asking you now, when you go walk over there, introduce yourselves, uh, go against it, go watch the autocross for a little bit, just, just watch what's going on and, and, and really take the time to get out there. If they're at a road course, these are the guys who uh, you will take their time to teach you. You'll feel good. It's just like... It's like meeting somebody that you're a good friend with and you're doing something together. When you're with Jason or his brother Lonnie, uh, you get to go out there and it's like you're, you're, you're working with friends. And you're going to learn this driving at eight-tenths or nine-tenths. And i got to tell you, folks, I know you're, a lot of people are skeptical of that experience. Don't be afraid. And when you see these guys, especially when you see that gateway sign, go up and talk to these guys. Check it out, whether it's the autocross or a road course event. This is how you learn to drive your car properly. And, you know, you're right, Jason. A lot of people get into those decreasing radius on ramps. When you see them over and knocking down a few of those reflectors and they're down in the ditch. You go, you could have saved yourself all that grief by just learning how to drive. And you don't have to be seven foot six with your head sticking out of the sunroof like Mike Ray. But, Mike, you have yeah, to admit, it, this it was... is, Mike, this is why you've you've always liked to add having gateway or coming to the uh, the events and having these guys there because this is part of our hobby not just showing the car but actually learning how to drive it absolutely and like i said and family atmosphere it they make you feel welcome um they're making you laugh just like your best funny cousin would right um but it's always just a great time being around them and the cool thing is is we got two shows coming up real soon okay we're doing um Carlisle, where we're going to be doing ride-alongs. We're going to be, I, I don't know exactly what cars we'll have there, but good chance we'll have a couple GT500s. Uh, good chance we'll have the 68 uh, track car that we have, uh, maybe a GT350 or so. But we're going to have some cars there. We're going to be giving rides at Carlisle. And my most excited one right now is mm -hmm. NMRA in Norwalk, Ohio. They're known for drag racing. They called us. We have another company called Auto Experts. And what this is is a promotional company where people people can hire us to come out and do their autocross at their events. We're kind of separated because we got some other people that are helping us with that. Sure. But with that, that's where we do our driving schools. Um, it, Norwalk, it's autocross for three days. You can sign up at the show. The only thing you have to have is a helmet, and we have loaner helmets while you're there. So you could come out not be expecting to, to autocross, but if you're in Norwalk or if you haven't even heard of Norwalk, didn't know what was going on at that event, it is a huge event. I know Jack Jr.'s coming from Rouch. His sister's coming. Uh, Steve Celine's going to be there. Um, I, I've, I've tried to get Shelby to show up. They had a commitment someplace else, so... I don't know if they're going to send someone, but they're trying to do something so they could be part of it as well. But it's just the who's who of the Ford world. There's a guy, um, something core is going to be John core. <laughs> he's going to be there. Um, if, if, you know, John, John makes it sound like I'm the funny guy. If any one of you ever get the opportunity to be somewhere where John is, is the keynote speaker show up and especially if it's the one about the cars like who designed these cars and what were they thinking that was done at shelby fest a few years back oh lord and his wife literally sat over there with her hand over her eyes shaking her head going 
I can't believe he said that. I can't believe he said that. Uh, Best time ever, though. <laughs> um, we really need to get back get back to Shelby Fest and have John there doing some some more keynote speaking. Well, you're very kind. Dancing hamsters, John. Dancing hamsters. Dancing hamsters. Yeah. When you don't have the Ford, <laughs> when you don't have heritage, you don't have a a Carol Shelby. Uh, you you wind up hiring dancing hamsters. I, I get that. But listen, <laughs> Jason. You know we love what you do, uh, ladies and gentlemen. If you aren't familiar, check it out at gatewaymustangs.com. Uh, or if you're down in Bourbon, Missouri, you know, of course, we've always accused Jason and Lonnie of being involved with bourbon a lot, uh, but that's a different kind, comes in a glass. But uh, so, no, I'm, I'm not trying to be that's the funny what the man. town is named after. That, that's what the town is named after. It's we found this out after years of being down there. That it's literally, when they were building the railroad, a store opened up and put barrels of bourbon on the front, and they said, Hey, when we get down to that spot that has bourbon, you know, let's stop there for the night and and we'll go continue building the next day. So that's how the town got its name, bourbon. Well, I this that's perfect that you're there. <laughs> so Mike, we have to, we can't wait until they, we go to the town called Childress or or Gateway Classic Mustang. I, I tell you what, you guys, you do the Lord's work for Ford and for all of us here in the hobby. And Jason, thank you so much for joining us here on the Mustang Owners Podcast and try to give your best to your brother Lonnie. I will. He's he's like I said earlier, he was uh not feeling well. It seems like every time we had the pigeon pigeon forge, well either one of us gets sick sick or one of them sick by the time we get here. But you know, the other thing is is you know I I, I bought two vehicles over the last year. Didn't ever expect to buy these, but I did get a two door eruption green bronco and i got an eruption green white stripe gt500 oh wow those two vehicles are some of the best vehicles that ford has ever put out as far as i'm concerned um if you guys have if you you guys that own mustangs are listening to this if you haven't went out and looked at a bronco or test drove one or if your friend has a jeep i hear there's more jeep owners selling their jeeps to buy broncos (laughs) than the other way around Mike, what I are you doing? That. What I are can you, confirm that. Mike, what are you doing to even Jason now as, as, as a Bronco fan? What's going on with you, Mike? J- Jason, I got a special box and cling for you that I will bring to you at Carlisle. Okay. Right. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> well, thanks. I, hey, John, the only the only reason why we bought the Bronco yeah. was because it was a rupturing green and a two-door. And the first thing I did, and I and Ford's probably gonna hate that I said this, the first thing that I did was I took the rock-throwing Goodyears and got rid of them and put on some BF Good mud terrains, BF Goodrich mud terrains. Yeah. The Bronco looks so much better, so much manlier. Didn't have the little girlish Goodyear tires on it. It had the tires that that vehicle should have come out with. Oh, my God. And, 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 I, and I'm sorry, that's the only thing they did wrong was they put Goodyears on it. Okay. I, I, in my opinion, because I have to say that because we are sponsored by them. Yep. I love BF Goodrich tires. <laughs> if you're doing a vintage car and you want it to look, you know, more concourse correct, radial TAs are the best tire ever for those cars. They're super and, cool. And, and yeah, it just, that's a tire I see on vintage Mustangs that aren't being track driven. But uh, the Broncos look good when you take and put a set of BFGs on them. And uh, it just totally changed the look of the, of the of the Bronco. And I'm so happy I got one. But again, I only bought it. I, I, I feel like a girl when I tell people this. So, and that's not a bad thing. I bought it because of the color, because it was going to be the same color as my eruption green GT500 uh, that I bought. Just, just like all, <laughs> your, 
just like all you Mustang people out there, when you get the car, it's just a canvas. First thing you got to do is start changing things. And that's what I think uh, the value of the Bronco brand. I'm sure that if you can't find the one you want, you can always call Mike Ray and he'll find you the Bronco of your dreams. And really, uh, Jason, you are the, uh, you're the autocross expert, the suspension guys, the road, the track guys of Ford's dreams. Thank you for all you do for Ford and the hobby. And thank you for joining us tonight on the Mustang Owners Podcast. Yeah, I appreciate for you guys ask, asking us to come on. Anytime you uh, want to talk, feel free to set it up. Have me, uh, you know, let, maybe next time I can get my brother to do it. And uh, he's not as fun as I am, but you can try. <laughs> okay. Thanks so very much, Mike. And we appreciate you hooking up with these guys. They are the best at Gateway Classic Mustang. And until next time, ladies and gentlemen, we're just going to have to catch you down the road. 